Good morning, my people. It's another weekend. Oh, let me just say good day. Okay, so good day today, my people. It's another weekend. Happy weekend. I trust we had a blessed week and that we're able to work in every God's plan for our lives. It's a privilege to be among the people that the Lord is revealing His plans to. And I personally do not take it for granted. I'm sure we are all grateful to be amongst the people that the Lord has chosen to reveal his plans in these last days too all right so um we are still on last week's book plans purposes and pursuits by papa kenneth e again of blessed memory and um, last week we we're able to review to review chapters one to four if you've not listened please go back to listen if there is at all any session that you have missed in this podcast please listen to them i implore you i beg you i appeal to you any any english you want just please make sure you listen and uh, today we are going to be reviewing chapters five to chapters eight all right so um so um chapter five starts with um walking in the light you know walking in the light um it's god's plans for us that um we walk in the light, you know. It's God's plan. In fact, it's God. The light is God's provision. It is God that provided the light. Not just that God provided the light. The light is God. You remember from First John chapter one. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and God was the Word. Same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him. But then it was not anything that was made. In Him was life, and life was the light of man. You know, the light of the but you know, that life is in Him, in God. So that light. If it is in God, it means that that light is a part of God. So that light we are supposed to walk in is to walk in God. So you know, walking in God's plan is like walking in God. Do we understand? Okay. So before I continue, I think I forgot to let us pray. And our Father, now God, we thank you. We give you the glory. We thank you for the mercy that we have received to be a partaker of the inheritance of the saints in light. Thank you, Lord Jesus. For you are translating us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of your dear son. Thank you, Lord, for you are transforming us from within. You are helping us to renew our minds. You are helping us to change our orientations. You are changing our sight. You are changing our perspectives of life. You are changing. You are changing our pursuits. You are changing the things that we are chasing. We thank you, Lord, because you are changing our ambition. You are changing our taste buds. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. These are things that only you can do only you can do them and we are so grateful so we say may your name be our lord even in our lives in the name of jesus amen we ask oh god that you reveal yourself again today to us manifest again to us in the name of jesus come through to us powerfully in jesus name amen all right so walking in the light so papa Yegi started here with that um, many churches or many pastors, the reasons why they don't fulfill the call of God upon their lives or why many f- churches don't fulfill the mandate of God is because they leave the light of God. You know, the light of God is nothing else than His Word. The Word of God is the light of God. The Word of God, if you are confused about anything, just go to the Word. But by again, in one of his books, I think, Love the Way to Victory was saying that the Bible has answers to everything. So the Bible is a, an allocation of the word that the Lord has provided for us. 
in this season. So if there is anything you are confused about, if there's darkness anywhere, stick to what the Bible says. Stick to what the Bible says. So um, the issue about this walking in the light is, you know, um, for instance, now I get a prophecy, you know, about me traveling out. I've gotten it a lot, like traveling out of Nigeria, you know, not just out of Nigeria and go to Togo, no. Like traveling, like there was one person that told me, my birthday last year, it was around my birthday last year. And the person, the pastor, not just the person, the pastor, told me that by this time next year, you'll be in the UK. Do we understand? You'll be in the UK. And personally, that's not even my wish. So it wasn't really, really, really a big deal to me. That wasn't my drive. That wasn't my, I don't want to be in the UK by this time next year. Right? So, um, it's, it's just prophesied. So that it's not look like I don't want the good things to me. So it's said, like, amen, no, amen. I'm just so, and then I walked away. And then, you know, after that prophecy, a lot of some opportunities opened up, opened up to me. For instance, um, one of them was that, Somebody said, okay, well, there's somebody that likes me in the UK and, you know, I should send my pictures to the person, I should trust the person up so we can get to know ourselves looking for a wife, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, for some people, that would have been an opening to the plan of God for their life because they've received prophecy that, uh, of course, now you are traveling now by the same next day. So they'll be trying to walk towards getting that prophecy fulfilled. Now, it is not our job to fulfill God's plans for our lives. God's plans are already there. What God wants you to do is to work according to the plans. Now, that a person now prophesied to you does not mean that that is God's plan for your life. I remember in chapter 4 or chapter 3 of the book, Papagi was talking about how that um, there was a time he was preaching and then somebody got up from the auditorium and was prophesying to him that He's going to be a kind of preacher. He's going to go into the. Um, he's going to. What is that? He's going to go into another kind of preaching or another kind of. Or go into the field ministry or something. They were prophesying it. They were prophesying it. And then he said that it wasn't even just that once that people kept prophesying that same thing to him. But he said it's no more that thing that they are prophesying than an astronaut. No, Papa Egan can be very funny. So, like. Although they were different people at different times were prophesying it, but he knew God's plan for him. He knew what God would have him do. So he wasn't shaken by it. It wasn't a problem for him because he knew that that wasn't God's plan for his life. He knew that um, that wasn't what God would have him do. So it wasn't, you know, some people, once somebody tells them that because they don't have a a an anchor, knowledge is an anchor. If we don't know things, if we don't know what God wants to do with us, if we or if we know it and we really don't believe it, we will be tossed to and fro. We said it last week that God's plan for our life, the plan that God had in mind for creating us, is still the plan that He has in mind for us when we grow old. It's still the plan that He has for us when we get married. It's still the plans that He has for us when we're in the university. It's still the plans that He has for us. Like that plan is constant, it's always there. And that plan is to raise us an invitation for us to grow up to Him in all things, to raise us a people that he can abode in, to raise us as the bride of his son, our Lord Jesus Christ. 
so we say that that plan is always constant now if somebody prophesies something to you it's fine to receive prophecy but even bible says that we should test all prophecies but apart from testing all prophecies in fact some prophecies may even be in line with what the lord wants you to do but at that time it is not right and some prophecies receiving some prophecies because you have received the prophecy you now want to help god to actualize that prophecy you want to you want to use your own um human strengths to make sure that that prophecy, god doesn't need your help god doesn't need your help to bring his plan to fulfillment what he needs is your cooperation do we understand so no matter what we have received no matter our plans and um okay for instance now there is somebody i know that traveled out and how did he travel that travel out he traveled out of the country to the i think uk or us i don't even know where is it most yeah, who knows so how he travels that he got married to a white woman from nigeria and like it was a, a an arranged marriage a contract an arranged marriage just because he wants to travel out now that is not there is nothing like that in the plans of god there is that is not in line with god's word that is not in line with god god can bless that person i mean that person can get there and somebody told me in um on camp we're talking about redeployment and all of that so i was now telling the person that uh, some people want to redeploy uh, if it's the will of god the redeployment will work so the person has said that it works doesn't mean it's the will of God. That most of the people that feels redeployment for in a boy that they redeploy them. And the fact that they redeploy them or they get redeployed does not mean that it was God's plan initially for them to redeploy. So for that that stayed with me because I every time it comes to my mind that the the fact that something is, you know, physically good, something is naturally bringing gain does not mean that is God's plan for us. Well, that does not mean that we are working in accordance with God's plan. You know, last week I was saying that um, the fact that um, God is blessing what you are doing and all of that is you are like you are going out of the will of God. You, even yourself, you know that what you are doing is not in accordance with the Bible. It's not in accordance with the Word of God. And you know there is a part of you that is saying this thing is alright, but you are feeling that the end justifies the means. With God, the angels, the means just right. I don't even know. The means, how the process is everything for God. Like the process, you cannot remove process and still expect the 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 blessings of God. So Papa Egin was saying that God does not bless what is not His plan. You know, He can only bless them. He can only do all He can to bless, but He cannot release His blessing whatever is not on this or in his agenda you know the blessing the blessing the blessing you should not forget you should be raised as an habitation for god do we get so um for me that's a whole lot like it's a whole lot for me it's a whole lot and i want us to always remember that god wants us to work in his plans for our lives more than even we want to work in his plans for our lives so god has provided everything for us you don't need to do anything to bring God's plan for your life to fulfillment. You don't need to do anything. Don't help God. Like, don't help God to bring his prophet. Okay, there are prophecies hanging over you by this time. By um, 23, you will meet one guy. And if you are not meeting the guy by 23 or by 24 or by 25, 
you're not meeting the guy by 26, 27. You are still in God's plan as long as you're walking in line with the word of God. Don't, don't, don't bring the, the light of, don't um, dim the light of the word of God because you want something in natural to work for you. Because at the end, it doesn't bring full blessing. At the end, the Lord can only bless, bless you so much. But he can't give you the blessing from it. Do you understand? Like every every stage of this life is supposed to add us up in the blessing. I don't know if, if that even makes sense. But you know, like it's supposed to give us more of the blessing. You know, as it's giving us in measures, the blessing in measures, the blessing in measures. Okay, in my primary school, there's the blessing and I also receive the blessing in salvation, right? Then in secondary school, there's the blessing I also receive. In um, university, there is the blessing I was coming to, a stature of the blessing I was coming to. When I'm out doing my um, service here, there's the blessing I was coming to. When I get married, there's the blessing I was coming to. When I have children, there's the blessing I was coming to. When I am, um, you know, old and gray, there's still the blessing I was coming to. Like, in fact, I should not even wait till I am old and gray before I come into the full blessing of the Lord. Do we understand? So the full blessing, every stage of life, every um, uh, strata that the world has calibrated as achievements for life is a way that God uses to, to inculcate the blessing in us. Do we understand? God uses those marriage times, those admission times, those um, job seeking times, those I don't know what to do times to wire the blessing inside of us and we will not do well to not stay in God's plan for us praise the Lord okay so um, then another thing that I wrote out was that the plans of God are all sped up for me across the Bible then Papa Egin said that it is not enough to have God's plan in a directional sense so this is how God will want me to go. This is how God will want me. In fact, your mind can give you a directional sense of God's plan. That is not God's plan. Satan can give you a direction. In fact, if when I say your mind, <laughs> I mean Satan. I mean Satan. When I say your mind, because everything that runs our mind, I was saying it last week, are the standards of this world. We met them in the world. So for us, it's just normal. For us, it's natural. It's normal for a um, lady of 25 to want to get married. You know. It's normal. It's just normal for a man to say, okay, at um, 28, I don't have a job, right? I'm still living in my parents' house. Uh, what am I doing with my life? To get anxious, to have anxiety is normal because that's the way the world has painted all life should be to us. So when I say that your mind can give you a directional sense of God's plan for your life, what I mean is the, the, the arrangement of this world can give you a direction. And the arrangements of this world is the devil's arrangement to understand is the cause of the god of this world who is the devil so my mind when i have a directional sense of um of god's plan for my life is good but i should not just have and walk in that directional sense like that like that is that sense you know that could be my ambition okay this is what god wants me to do god wants me to become this because god wants me to become this he has told me he has told me that I should become this you know there was a time that god told me i know that god told me it's not that anybody told me that i should 
um, learn these analytics and I started learning, you know. But at the point, you know, I, I had a good feeling about it because when I wasn't doing anything at home, like that in quotes. So when people ask me, so what's the next step now? What are you doing with your life? I derive pleasure, I derive joy in telling people that I'm um, learning data analytics. So I know that before I like, ah, 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 wow, that's good to take money, take this, take that. And so I'm feeling myself. All right. So I knew that God was me to learn it. And I was learning it. At some point, it was getting very interesting. But at some point, there was no data. There was no way I could get it. I lost my phone, this and that. So it was only by my um, laptop and there was no phone, no SIM card to get my laptop. Do you know that because of this data analytics, I would have, you know, gone out of the, the light of the word of God because I want to do everything that I can do to get data, to get the phone, to... So I knew that if I kept working in that line, I would step out of God's plan for me. That wasn't God's plan for me. So I had to abandon it totally. Later I found out that actually God has told me to abandon it. But I did not want to listen because it gave me a sense of pride. It gave me a sense of joy. So I'm able to tell people that, okay, now I'm studying data. I'm doing data analytics. I'm, doing, uh, I'm learning data analysis. So it gave me a sense of joy. So because of that sense of joy, because of that, you know, peace, of you know people not looking at me like nfa you don't have anything you are doing with your life you know i did i didn't want to listen so just chill leave the analytics now but glory to god help me give thanks to god i have left it <laughs> i have left deck for deck burn all right so um so um let's put our plans side by side god god's um word you know it's good to have your plan. God wants to bless you. In fact, God, Bible says that God given power to make wealth. God wants to make you. God can make us wealthy. God can. But what's our pursuit? What's our purpose? You know, we are not just doing plans. We are doing plans, purposes, and pursuits. What's our pursuit? Now, your pursuit, the way you can pursue, you can have good pursuits in the presence of God is to pursue things according to his word. According to his word. You know, don't, don't um, say, ah, is it okay you are looking for a job you know that this guy likes you and you now go and meet him hey, i'm looking for this job or i'm looking for a job and all that and then he says you know he gives he gives you a condition i just go out with me now when you go out with me i'll get you a job don't worry or you, you need a phone uh, just you know date me now you know that the person likes you you know and then you're saying well, and you know that this one is not gospel for you you are just putting yourself into danger zones danger arenas you know, God can only bless you so much by doing that. I, I know I've not touched a lot of um, practical things, but we know, and I'm sure that Holy Spirit, by the help of God, would be bringing things that you know we need to repent of to us. Let's not, let's not, um, let's not pursue God's plan with a vain motive. To we get? Let's not pursue God's plan. With okay, so I lost my phone. I don't have a phone to stream. And then I'm doing all I can in my power to get the phone to stream. And not just that, I don't mind the means. I don't mind anything I do. I just want to get the phone. It's not, last as you find out that it's not streaming that is your problem. Do we get? So, um, the light of God's word is very important in our pursuit. It is going to be our anchor if we let it. 
as in it's going to be hard because sometimes you need to let go of some things because it's not working in line with God's plan for your life. Like it's not working in line. It's not right with the word of God. Okay, so you are in a you are in an office and then um, they are saying, okay, so this is how we do it. Too. We uh, when this money come out, we cut this price and then we sell. You know, all those orijo, all those um, small, 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 small rooms. You're in that place. Yes, God wants you to make wealth. But you're not saying, ah, okay, this is the way God. But it's there in the Bible, in the world. Don't defraud, oh no man, don't defraud anybody. Like you should not, should not cheat anybody. It's there in the Bible. But because you feel that, okay, God gives the power to make you, wisdom is profitable, you will still use Bible mm-hmm. to counter what your conscience is telling you. No, let's not do that though. Let's not do that. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Alright, so it's in all areas of our lives, like in all areas, in your relationship with people, in your love life, in quotes, in your um, in your job, in your uh, if you have an ambition, in your uh, career, anything that you have you have set your heart to do, anything that the Lord has put in your has placed in your hand, please let the word be your anchor. Let the word direct you. Do we understand? God bless us in Jesus' name. Alright, so um another thing is in working in the light of God's word, you need to like the leading of the shepherd, the leading of the Lord. Let the leading of the Lord suffice for you. Let the leading of the Lord be enough for you. Honestly, um the way the Lord would deal with somebody else is not the way the Lord would deal with me. Because the way I am configured by the world. It's different from the way another person is configured. God can allow some people to do some things, and God will not allow you. This one is very important. God can allow some people to do some things, and God will not allow you. That God allowed some people to redeploy. NYC does not mean God wants you to be. De- this one happened to me. It's not. It does not mean God wants you to redeploy. And that God did not want me to redeploy. It does not mean God doesn't want that. God doesn't want other people to redeploy. Do we understand? So we should love our dealings. Enjoy your dealings. Stay in that place that the Lord has put you. That is how we also add up the blessing to you in this place that you are in. So just stay in that place. Don't enjoy. Don't 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 wait for okay. Better days ahead. Your better days is now. Your better days is today. I don't know if we understand. You know, they are just, uh, there's just a way that we've gone out of our today, we've gone to, even the word of writing, in light, in light, she has been like, okay, one day, one day, me and my husband, we will do life, we will carry, carry our children, we will raise our children. And then God is trying to call you out, they're just calling you out there. You have obedience to fulfill today. When that obedience now comes, when opportunity to fulfill obedience today comes, we will flop. Because why? We have not taking the thoughts that will help us to, to um, fight the wars of today. What we are thinking of is future. Please live in your today. Live in today. Recently, it's even been apparent that God doesn't even want us to have long-term plans, short-term plans. Can you live day by day? Can you daily live? Can you daily live? You know, Jesus, was, Jesus told his disciples that if anybody would be my disciple, let him daily take up his cross and follow me. Christianity is a daily life. God's plan for you is to live daily. Paul says, I die daily. It means that 
there's a war that I'm fighting daily. There's, there are things that I relinquish daily. And because I live in today, I don't live in five years to come. I don't live in two years to come. I don't live in when my job will pay me. I don't live in when my career will finally pay off. I live today. I'm not ashamed of today. I'm not ashamed of where I am today. I'm not ashamed of the leading of the Lord for me today. Do we understand? It, the, this today thing, let us enjoy it. Let us love it. No matter how the Lord is dealing with you today, please stay in that today. Because there are blessings that are accumulating to you. There are blessings that God has planned for you to have daily. You know, daily loading us with benefits is in today. It's not, okay, daily. Um, okay, on this OPE app, there's a daily reward. If I miss it today, tomorrow I can't go back to yesterday's so to reclaim it. So it has to be a daily thing. There's a blessing you have to receive today, daily. Please, daily, make sure you are receiving your blessing. And you will not receive your blessing if all your thoughts are on the future. You've made five years plans, five years plans, five years. And everything you are running with is what you want to achieve in five years to come. You are not making use of your allocations today. And do you know the, the funny thing is, you will meet it in the future. That thing you are running for is still going to catch up with you. If it doesn't catch up with you in this earth, haha, it's even good if it catches up with you on earth. It's going to catch up with you in eternity. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. We will not fail God though. We will not fail God in Jesus' name. Alright, so um to just rush through with the other things, um, then um Papagi was talking about, you know, dancing in church or dan dancing before the Lord or dancing in the spirit. And you know, things that came to my mind for me for me, what came to my mind out of the dancing is my dance is my obedience. Like when the Lord is leading me and I'm following, I'm dancing to his tunes. So if the Lord leads you and you don't follow, you're not dancing to his tunes. If, if you like come to the dancing, dance and scatter everywhere, let everybody be looking at you. You are not, you are not, God is not saying it. God is not saying my bodily movement. God is not saying how my dance rhymes with the rhythm. If I saw some people that their dance could balloon, they are dancing out of beats, out of tune. But they are obeying God. God enjoys their dance. God looks at them and smiles at their dance more than my own dance. So God wants my obedience more than my dance steps. Do we understand? How you will dance to the Lord is by following his leading. Daily taking your cross, daily taking your cross, daily following the shepherd, eating whatever the shepherd gives you, allowing the Lord to be your pleasure. You know, daily. This is the time where we can actually amass that thing. This is the time when we, most of us, most of us get, all of us here are still singles, right? Or most of us, maybe we would have other brethren outside of my, that might listen to it, but most of us are singles. This is the time when we can actually dance to the return of the Lord. Bible says that the single man is the brother or a brother is minding the things of the Lord. So is a sister minding the things of the Lord. But married people, they are minding the things of their spouses. Oh. Mind the things of the Lord now. That's the things of the Lord. Like, that's the things of the Lord. Your dance is your obedience. Can you obey God? Can you find grace to obey God? If there is any way you've missed it, can you not be too proud to come back and say, Okay, I've missed it this way. Can you help me, Lord? Because really, God is raising his habitation. And his habitation are people that have obeyed, people that have danced to his tunes. If you did not dance the two years, don't think you will go up to heaven and be singing 
That's not that no man know it. They are singing it here on it. Don't wait till you get to heaven to begin to sing it. Because you will not hear it. You will not understand it. Because it's not your work that has been worked in you. Praise the Lord. So the next one is um, um, worshipping in, in, in spirit. You know, Jesus met the woman by the well. I was telling the woman to um, give him water. And the woman was like, you being a Jew, why would you ask a Samaria? And then the Jesus got further and then uh, uh, I think you're a prophet. But you people will say that we should go and worship in Jerusalem. But our fathers, even Jacob, worshipped here in this place. Why do you say that Jerusalem is the place, proper place of worship? Then Papa Iggy said, there is a change in the order of worship. Ha! There is a change in the order of worship, my brethren. There is a change in the order of, order of worship. That is, Jesus was telling them, Telling the woman that very soon, neither this place or Jerusalem, neither on this mountain or Jerusalem will you worship. But the true worshiper will worship in truth and in spirit. Can I tell you something? That time is now. Where nobody will worship in any other place except in the spirit. Your worshiping is in the spirit. Where nobody is you and God. Your worship is you and God though. Your worship is you and God. Please be real. Be sincere with God. Be sincere with God dealing with your life. Be sincere with God's obedience. Um, be sincere with your obedience. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. Amen. So we was talking about uh, um, not exchanging gold with brass. You know, the, the work, the obedience that things that the Lord is working in us with our obedience, they are precious. They are precious. And if we miss it, what we are doing is that we are exchanging gold with brass. We are not, we are not make, maximizing the opportunity that the Lord has given to us to do well in life or with the things that he has given to us with lively things the Lord will help us in Jesus we will not exchange God with brass we will not we will not um, worship in the flesh and then uh, we will not go about with the work of God in court and not worship in spirit and in truth but there's a way that we can be coming to church to I'm a chorus, I'm a chorus, I'm a chorus. But you are not even living a life of a born again. People don't even know you are born again. You can meet people and then for years people will be talking. Nobody will know you are born again. Ah, you die. It's not good. It's not good. Like, people should not be able to spend 30 minutes with you. 30 minutes go is far. But at least they should not spend 30 minutes. I don't know that uh-uh, this person is born again. This person is a Christian. So the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. So, if there is nothing I have said, um, please remember that God has plans for your life. But as much as God has plans for your life, just like I said last week, Satan has plans for your life. So it depends on you to choose whom you will for, oh, um, obey. Bible says that to whom you yield yourselves or your members to obey, ye are servants of whom you obey. See, like it's that simple. Who you obey is your Lord. If you obey the call of money, the call of ambition, money is your Lord. And you cannot save God and Mammoth. In fact, come, bring your money to church. The money that you are saving, bring it to church. Uh, uh, we are giving the our tithes, we are giving our offering. All those things, God doesn't use your tithes. God does not need your offering. I mean, has God ever come to anybody? You will hear a lot of people coming to them, um, talking about God meeting them in vision and all. But you never hear one person say that God, God came to beg me for money. Angel self cannot beg you for money. If God even directs you to give somebody something, 
and you refuse to God will use another person God will use them come and give the person what you refuse to give them I don't know if you're God doesn't need your money one bit doesn't need our time what God needs is our hearts what God needs is also for us to worship in truth and in spirit the Lord will help us in the name of Jesus like I said God cannot fully bless what is not in his plans God cannot fully he can you know he can because of his love Perhaps it causes the rain to fall on the good and the bad. And the sun shine on the godly and the unjust. That's God. It's, it's like that. That's who he is. He cannot change his person. So he is good. So he will try as much as possible to bless you. But the blessing is not what you can get without working in his plans. And lastly, I want, to, I want us to consciously not short the dealing of the Lord upon our lives. Because that's how we come into his plans. You know, there's a way that the Lord can be dealing with us about a particular thing and then you just shut your heart out to it. You won't listen to it. Gradually, you will lose the essence of that thing. Like, he will not force his will on us. He wants us as he brings something to our notice or he quickens something in our, conscious, in our consciousness or in our conscience. He wants us to, to walk with it. Even if you don't, you are not sure yet, submit it to your pastor, submit it to your brethren. This is what I feel in my spirit. You know, talk to your brethren about it. At least so that they will know that, God will know that, okay, this person picked something and then later I can reveal this plan. Do you understand? So, as I said from the beginning, the path of it, of the just, is like a shining light, a shining brighter and brighter. As we are walking in the obedience of today, tomorrow's obedience will be brighter. The next one will be brighter. The next one will be brighter. The next one will be brighter. Until we come onto the perfect day. May the Lord bring us there in Jesus' name. Amen.